This is the John Oakley Show podcast. And away we go. It's the panel show every weekday afternoon at this time here on the Oakley program. Topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville, pound 3636. Let's introduce the panel. David Wills, Senior Vice President of Media Profile. That's a leading Toronto public relations agency. How's David? David is great, despite the weather. Yeah, okay. Well, we sold you on. Welcome to Canada. Oh, yeah, I know. Peter Sherman, broadcaster, businessman. <laughs> Snowflake. Former conservative <laughs> MPP. How's Sherman? Are you staying what, somewhere what are you warm? Calling, what are you calling me a snowflake? No, I was <laughs> talking to Dave. <laughs> okay. I'm fine, and I hope you are, too. We good are. Good afternoon, everyone. Everybody's good, locked and loaded. Stephen Holiday rounding out the panel. Deputy Mayor, Councillor for, for Ward 3, Etobicoke Centre. How's Stephen doing? I'm doing great. I'm feeling great. I'm happy to announce, you know, we had our counselor and Leaf alumni skate after the big Leaf practice in Nathan Phillips Square. Haven't played hockey in years, and it's uh, it's great. Uh, it's a great workout, and I just forgot how much I miss it. And so, uh, let me just ask the symbolic question: Did you play right wing or left wing? Of course, I played right wing. Okay, just wanted to know. <laughs> he was supposed to be on the left side, but he kept going to the right. Sure. But drift to the right. There you go. He'd well, have collided with you, David. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Well, the smart ones always do, don't they? What does they say? You start out on the left, but you ultimately drift to the right if you've got a brain. Uh, but let me come back uh, and <laughs> and ask the deputy mayor about some things that are sticking in the craw of others on council. I see where uh, your colleague, Josh Cole, is uh, talking about the Eglinton Crosstown and how over 100 businesses have been shuttered because the incessant construction has just driven business away. I can vouch for that, too, along the stretch that's uh, east of Young Street and Bayview Avenue. I mean, is there... Is this inevitable? We learned our lesson, I thought, from the St. Clair throughway. Uh, people are really getting uptight about this. Have you heard? Yeah, I sure heard. We, we talked about it at council. I think about a lot of big productions that we do that are uh, causing grief for businesses. King Street's one of them. But you go back to Eglinton. Um, we did talk uh, at council about trying to find some relief for these businesses. I mean, how do you run a coffee shop where you've got hoarding in front of your business for three years on end? Um, so is there a way that the city can help? You know, we started with some of the simple things, try to get some free parking in there, try to find ways to make life easier. A great example that came up on council was, you know, we're charging these fees for patios for bars that can't even use them. You know, so can the city help? I'm sure there's ways that we can help. But at the end of the day, these infrastructure projects are important for the city. And they're going to benefit those businesses. We hope they can make it through all of this turmoil, but they will have uh, you know, a better street and a better product at the end and a chance to flourish once again. All right. Well, David Wills, you're a champion of the little guy. Uh, this is where, again, council on Jan 31 voted unanimously that there's got to be some kind of relief in play for these uh, beleaguered business operators. So uh, would you say business tax deferrals, property assessment freezes, that kind of stuff? Are we all around the net? Yeah, I, th I think you probably are around the net. I think there's a bunch of things that the city has done. Uh, they've done a bunch of things. They've done like art crawls where they get local artists to put installations in different stores, do up these maps so people can go and look at that. It brings people into the neighborhoods. Uh, it is difficult because, you know, you who wants to go, you know, shopping in, in a construction site? And it's hard. I, I think that, you know, we. it's not like nobody saw this coming. It was communicated very well that this is going to be a mess for a whole number of years, and I live very close to it as well, and I think they've done a great job communicating 
that, hey, guess what? It's going to be a mess and a pain in your you-know-what. Um, and they keep communicating about it. But, yeah, it is hard on that little guy, on that business. But, you know, as Stephen said, at the end of the day, it's going to be fabulous, and we we cannot as a city just They're not going to make still. it to the end of the day. These businesses are dropping like flies. And Bus- you say, well, well they're, they're communicating this. Well, that does well, a guess, whole lot of good. But but I guess, I guess is, is, the, is the alternative then to do nothing, to not build any transit, no, not just, change any infrastructure? Uh, okay, I, I wanted to light on the fact that, you know, there'd be tax breaks, some kind of relief in that regard, and you're talking about, well, they've got art installations. No, that, I, I was saying, but I agreed with you that they could do those things, but I was also saying they've done other things. Okay. Tread so, carefully, though. Mm-hmm. Tread carefully. So the other thing that came up at council is not all of these are mom and pop shops. Some of them are big businesses, right? Right, big box stores. So they're not hurting. And so are they? Well, they are hurting. But you know, can you give a tax break to a massive uh, big box store? It's in a completely different scale. Well, I don't know. Maybe you find some kind of scheme to do that based on square footage. Agreed. Agreed. There's ways to do this, and and I just think we have to tread carefully. Um, the public's pockets aren't deep enough to float. Every business in every circumstance. Well, what kind of tax would you be uh, benefiting from if these businesses are gone? Well, See, well no t- I agree. It's I mean, an you'd, eroding you'd tax a, base. It would be a lot more than that eroding, but just the the integrity of the community here. So we, we want to see these streets flourish through this business and survive beyond that. But we can't get into a process because the taxpayer ultimately pays for this of propping up every single project. But I think council recognized that in this case of Eglinton, through that unanimous vote, we have to do something. And I think we're going to hear uh, over time what that something is. And I think you can start with the small steps, and the city has already done that, and you work your way up until we figure out where the right cutoff is. Let's get to Sherman. You've been waiting quietly. I've been, I've been listening. <laughs> your reaction, though, uh, when I suggest that there have to be tax breaks, other accommodations, does that only make sense? I think it makes sense, and I think that there's a formula that can be uh, uh, put together, whether it is square footage or whether it is a percentage based on uh, what you paid in the past, because we have, obviously, the figures. We've, we've got the ability to look backwards and, and find out what taxation was. Anyway, that that's for the guys uh, who, who surround Stephen Holiday, not for me. I think that there's got to be some kind of compensation on the one hand. On the other hand, I hear... What, uh, what everybody's saying, and, and there's a piece of what everybody's saying that is right. We, we need this thing. Here's what I don't understand, and I haven't understood, and now, by the way, I'm a resident in the not uh, very distant uh, future of that general area, and I'm wondering, why does it take so long to build this stuff? Why, why are we three years in and we're nowhere near finished? Aren't there construction methods that can move things along faster? Stephen, can you answer that? If I wish I could, I, I'd be a rich man if I could build that thing faster. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, they have to uh, dig deep into the ground next to buildings. They can't disturb things. They can't collapse things. They have to dig under things, under gas mains and pipes and so on. They go through all their due diligence. They do the work. <clears throat> could they do it faster? There's probably always opportunities for that, and, and people are watching them um, as this uh, project moves along and crawls along across the city. But uh, I have to let the infrastructure people do what they do best and uh, keep an eye on them and make sure that there are financial controls built into this so that, uh, you know, the, the, the thing doesn't drag on and keep uh, causing the taxpayer to pay more and more into it. And yeah, by the way, David, on the art installations, uh, the King Street West restaurateurs and the like, uh, they put up their own art installations, a single digit finger going to uh, all of these 
I guess, projects. Uh, they say due to uh, the double-digit drop in sales and looming closures, many single-digit sculptures were erected in protest for the lack of support for King Street businesses. An alarming 17 restaurants are confirmed by the Ontario Restaurant Hotel Motel Association to have closed in the area in the past year. So that's ominous stuff. Uh, we don't want to you know, see these people penalized if there's any way to give them relief. Uh, I guess that's the takeaway from this. Let me move on to other matters. By the way, while I have your ears... Oh, sure, you going to do a little editorial like that and you just let's just well, collateral right, damage ahead. collateral damage well no it's what kind of a business and marketing strategy is it you've got a streetcar full of tens of thousands of people going in front of your business and your marketing strategy is to give them the finger and put statues of giving them the finger right these guys deserve to go out of business if they're the city has added thousands of new residents within walking distance of those businesses and they still want to uh, market to somebody from Barry who's driving in to go to one show all they right. got to evolve. All right. Well, how about this? Uh, in protest, you lie down in front of the streetcar tracks, do the Gandhi thing, and then as people sort of stop and wait there, you got somebody with a sandwich board saying, uh, half price on a meal, come on inside. That's better. Okay. Look, <laughs> I knew you'd see it as inspired it's thought. never a good time when you don't, you feel like you've been ignored. And I think that's what the issue is here. There's a lot of uh, people with legitimate beefs on this, and uh, I'm not sure that they feel that their voice has been heard. You can see it in the council votes. The votes have been overwhelming in favor of this pilot project, a few holdouts like myself. But uh, desperate times, desperate measures, and if it has to be a one-digit uh, you know, sculpture, so be it. Well, drive your own business away. That's fine. That's, that's what All they're right. doing. Well, a, there you, you go. Can, you're the consultant, so uh, that's yeah. what you're saying. You guys, hey, I'm going to tell you how you can drive your business away. Yeah. Good for you. All right. Well, Here's my come, bill. Yeah. <laughs> let's come back in a moment. Speaking of out of touch, you know, the Conservatives have been dining out on faux pas by the Prime Minister. They say he's out of touch. We'll see if our panel concurs in a moment. Back with David Wills, Peter Sherman, Stephen Holiday on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.